This is the 10-Minute Writer's Workshop with Alice Fogel. And I'm Virginia Prescott. Alice Fogel has published six collections of poetry, including Interval, poems based on Box-Goldberg variations, and most recently, A Doubtful House. She is currently Poet Laureate of New Hampshire, and one that former U.S. Poet Laureate Charles Simic called alert to every nuance of the inner life. I asked Alice Fogel which is harder, beginning a poem or finishing it? Um, I would say beginning it. Just getting that first word, phrase, do, do they usually live in your head and you put them down? Um, I might grab them from different places, maybe my head, maybe a phrase I overheard or something that I read, maybe a word. Um, but it's, it's starting to put it together. That's the hard part. And is it hard to get yourself to sit down or do you have a regular schedule or ritual that you go through? It depends what year you ask me. <laughs> okay, how about this most recent book, A Doubtful House? For A Doubtful House, I did pretty much have a, a weekly day that was put aside or half a day that was put aside. And then I would work on it uh, at other times during the week. But there was always that day. And is it percolating while you're not writing? Oh, definitely. There's always um, in the background or foreground even there are things going on and I'm always jotting things down on napkins and pieces of paper as they come to me. So on that one day, do you have any ways that you kind of set up your writing space or, you know, music, candles, whatever, to mm -hmm. uh, totems? <laughs> I can write almost anywhere I because I usually write in a journal so I can take it outside if I want to um, anywhere. Um, I usually have a cup of tea. I have a big pen, like a really cheapo, plain old pen. I don't really require much. And usually if I'm inside, there will be music, um, something like Pat Metheny or without words. What is your personal worst distraction from getting your work done? Well, you know, there. Are, I like having many things that I try to avoid so that when I want to avoid one thing, I can do another. Sometimes when it's seems like I could just sit down and write. It's really important to go clean the toilet bowl, <laughs> which, of course, I would never want to do otherwise. So um, distractions are really just anything that I think I ought to do. So writers must have the cleanest toilet bowls and the best flossed teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, how do you know when to walk away when it's not working? Well, one of the things I think that I'm I'm good at is not giving up. So, um, and this is something I think that uh, I like to talk about this in workshops too, that we often walk away from our poems too soon. And it's okay to do that as long as you come back. But um, for me, it's to stay with it and stay with it and just keep changing phrases and words and keep rearranging it and keep adding and subtracting. And for me, that's a lot of fun. Do you share it, your work, when you're working on it? At some point. When? When I feel like it's beginning to really come together. Although there are times when I've done a poem a day challenge with a couple of poet friends, and we will have to send each other things by midnight. And so sometimes they're pretty raw. You mentioned giving up. Are there other common mistakes that new writers make that you might caution them against, things that maybe you did yourself? Um, sure. There's um, loving something little thing in there too much. You know, it's the darlings that we're supposed to murder. <laughs> um, getting attached to something that really maybe isn't the best for that poem. Is there a piece or nugget of advice that you got about writing that you carry with you? 
Um, I, when I was in my 20s, I took a workshop with Galway Cannell. Wow. Which was fantastic. And he said he would sometimes write many pages, pages and pages, that would then condense down into a half-page poem. And he said something like, write everything. Write everything you can think of that might go into this poem, and then just start peeling away and finding the core and the kernel. Is there a book or a work that made you want to be a poet? I um, I wrote from the time I knew how, and even before that, I needed to record things. I used to sing myself to sleep as a little kid, and it was like a diary, like what I had done that day. So all the books that I that my parents had around the house or the children's books that I had all inspired me because I just wanted to make more of those and be part of that world. What is on your nightstand now? What are you reading? Oh, I have piles and piles. Um, I went to the AWP conference in February and came home with about 12 journals. So I'm reading a bunch of literary journals. I also have a lot of art magazines. I'm reading The Hidden Life of Trees, which is awesome. And I have some poetry books there. I have Henry Walter's book. Uh, he's a New Hampshire poet. Do you have a fantasy job other than writer? A fantasy job? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a neurosurgeon. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to work more than half a day a week. <laughs> Probably. How about your worst advice about writing? Did anyone ever tell you anything that you just did not find useful at all? Um, I probably won't say what some of those things were, but but the thing about that that was important to me was in writing workshops when somebody would say, um, you can't do that or don't do that or, the, or this is how you have to do it. It took me a while to realize that that was really much more about that person and had nothing to do with what I was doing. And I needed to separate. I needed to make no rules for myself and unless the rule needed to happen in the birthing of that particular poem. So that took some confidence. Is that something that was hard won for you? It took Did... a while to get to that. Do you have a desert island book, Alice? There's a really weird book that's probably very out of print <laughs> called Heaven's Breath that I picked up in some bookshop once, and it's, it's, a, it's about wind and air, but it take, comes at it from every angle, science, psychology, art, spiritual aspects. It's just really an amazing book, so it would probably keep me company and keep me busy for a long time on a desert island. I suppose all those elements would be really helpful. <laughs> Under there with your one palm tree. Alice Vogel, thank you very much for speaking with us. Thanks for having me. Alice Vogel, whose most recent poetry collection is called A Doubtful House. The 10-Minute Writers' Workshop is a production of NHPR, produced by Sarah Plord and Taylor Quimby. If you like the 10-Minute Writers' Workshop, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review which helps spread the good word to other writerly and readerly folks. Until next time, thanks so much for listening.